Welcome to Epic, another podcast brought to you from With Purpose. My name is Chris and I am the owner as well as lead business strategist for the company. Uh, our special guest today is Kristen Gear, Director of Information with BNI Arizona. Kristen, is so glad to have you on this. Um, how are you doing? Oh, I am doing fantastic. Thank you so much for having me. Um, this is a pleasure. Well, and it's going to be a pleasure for me to host you. It's almost like having a celebrity on, um, on this podcast at this moment because uh, BNI Arizona is so big and I know we're going to get into that, but I can just imagine all the listeners are going to want to hear this and gain information from you as well as uh, people that haven't experienced BNI yet. Absolutely. Looking forward to providing information for them. Wonderful. Well, again, thank you for being on here. So um, as we get into this, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I've been a member of BNI Arizona for a little over 10 years now, and now I am the first and only full-time employee of BNI Arizona as their director of information, which is amazing. I own my own business through BNI, which I represented in BNI for the past 10 years. Recently sold it, but have learned so much over the years. And I really, I guess you could say, drank the BNI Kool-Aid, as people like to joke. <laughs> Because I have really like dove all in and now work for them full time. So it's, it's been such an amazing journey. Very nice. So how long, um, and we'll kind of get into this, but how long have you been with BNI Arizona full time? Um, so I've been with them full time now for um, probably about almost a year now. And, um, but I've been a director for them. So supporting the chapters in the local area for over eight years now. Okay. All right. So you do represent on a corporate level, but the other reason I was saying that you're a celebrity is I've seen you on a particular commercial here in the Valley of the Sun. Yes. So I've, it's funny because I've been getting many messages lately over the past month um, for people who have seen my Camelback Toyota commercial. Uh, and that was fun making that. One of our BNI members actually sold me the vehicle. He worked for Camelback Toyota. So that was fun to get them more visibility and be incorporated into that commercial. Well, it's, it's good to see you. And I'm, I, every time I see it, I'm like, I know her. And my family's <laughs> like, we know. <laughs> so uh, we'll have to get your autograph after this is all said and done. There you go. That's perfect. I'm happy to provide it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, again, thank you for being on this. So Kristen, um, let's say this, if uh, between a room, a desk and a car, which would you clean first and why? Ooh, good question. I would say I'd clean my desk first because I spend a lot of time at my desk. I'm one of those people that has to be organized and know where everything is. So I would definitely organize um, or clean my desk first and then my car next because one, it's brand new. So now I have to keep it clean. <laughs> but um, I also drive a lot, which is why I got the new car. My previous car had like 280,000 miles on it. So, oh, wow. yeah. So I spend a lot of time in my car. So desk and then definitely my car, my room. That's a whole different question. Of, yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> we'll move on from there. <laughs> so Kristen, do you have like a favorite word and if so, or a phrase and why? Ooh, well, I think that I find myself saying, Awesome a lot. So that's probably my favorite word is awesome because, and I probably grabbed it off of the Lego movie from that song, Everything is Awesome. Yep. 
<laughs> so now it just kind of stuck in my head. Uh, I'm a completely positive person. So everything that I approach is in a positive way. So you'll constantly hear me say that everything is awesome. <laughs> nice. Do you care to give us a couple of uh, measures of that song? Oh, goodness. You would not <laughs> want me to uh, provide that for you today. <laughs> All right. So um, you did express um, that um, you are a part of BNI. So just tell us a little bit about um, BNI Arizona. Yeah, absolutely. So BNI Arizona has been around for about 33 years now, and we have 70 different chapters around the valley, which is amazing. And the whole goal of these chapters is to build business relationships with the members in the chapter, which will then enable you to grow your business by referral. Because that's initially why I joined BNI in the beginning with my business, it was growth all by referral. And so one of my clients suggested that I check out BNI because that was the structure of my business. I needed those referrals to help grow and excel my business to the next level. So that's where I found BNI. And because of the structure and the relationships and everything that um, BNI has to offer to the members, that's kind of what um, prompted me to. Uh, become a member and that's why I've stayed a member for over 10 years and all for its philosophy which is givers gain so if I help a member build their business it will in turn come back to me I had tripled my business within BNI with my previous business that I had okay so you alluded um and I understand your why of being a part of BNI was because you were a business owner uh, what kind of business were you in and tell us a little bit about that as well yeah, absolutely. So I was a massage therapist. I joined BNI 10 years ago with just being a mobile massage therapist, traveling around in my car, all different um, to clients' homes. And through the um, referrals through BNI, I became so busy that I was working from 9 a.m. to 11 p.m., like nonstop, seven days a week. It was insane. So BNI allowed me to think outside the box and grow my business. So then I opened up my own storefront um, in my massage business and kind of grew from there. I created a health and wellness center where I started out with three rooms and then it expanded to eight and a half rooms. And it was just amazing. And it was all through the referrals and the connections through BNI, all the other health and wellness professionals that I had renting space in my office were also referrals through BNI. So no matter what aspect of business I was in, I was constantly in those relationships and being able to grow to new levels within BNI. That's amazing. And you know, you gave us a really good glimpse into about being a business owner, what business is really about, and that's the relationships. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Very good. So um why, why did you become a massage therapist? Ooh, that's a good question. So I became a massage therapist because I really love to help people. Any, any business that I've ever been in is my whole primary goal is to help others. So before I was a massage therapist, I was in banking. So I was helping people with their finances and I really enjoyed doing that aspect of it. Then moved to massage and it was funny because I was like, before I went into massage, 
I'm like, oh, it's probably just like rubbing lotion on people. It's not that great. But then going through the school, there's so much structure and different things that you have to do in a different order to provide results for your clients. And I ended up going through the medical massage practitioner certification as well, because I really wanted to expand my knowledge to better serve my clients. So I'm always figuring out different ways to help whoever I'm with at that moment, whether it be clients, customers, members. Um, and that's what attracted me and kind of melded in with the BNI world because I'm constantly helping new members, being able to offer them solutions to problems and how to maximize their membership in BNI. Okay. So, um, then now you've sold your business and you're in BNI as you've shared. Why, why would you sell your business? I thought, um, you know, people enjoy the freedom and, uh, you know, making your own rules and your own uh, decisions. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, well, and with being the director of information, I do have um, some flexibility in my role. I still get to travel around, visit different chapters. Um, I'm not just stuck in an office 24 seven, which I think really um, attracted me to that position. But on the personal side of things, I wanted to, the reason why I sold my business was I wanted to get more into my fitness aspect and my personal fun stuff. So I do CrossFit competitions, like local CrossFit competitions on the side. So doing more training there and just the amount of uh, rest that's needing, needed for there, <laughs> doing yeah. massage for eight hours a day and then trying to train, it was kind of butting heads with each other. So I decided to pursue more in the CrossFit arena and that's where B and I came in and now I can do my training and still be able to help people in the industry that I'm in. Well, very good. And so um, you are a professional regardless of whether you own a business or not. Would you agree? I completely agree. Yeah. Okay, good. So this, this podcast here is about elite professionals and you know, you've owned a business and now you're helping other businesses through uh, a networking um, opportunity such as BNI. So share with us some things that you've learned from being a business owner and then how you're implementing those in your current role as the director of information. Yeah, absolutely. So the, the one thing that I have learned being a business owner is to lean on different resources that you have. Because when I first kind of started my business, I was trying to figure everything out myself, which is okay, but it's better when you have professionals that have all of the different experiences, have different resources that you can actually um, refer to because that is definitely where it's about. I have, I could see my growth like exponentially grow when I found to really tap into those resources and like business coaches and accountants. Cause I was doing all my accounting myself and that was silly. <laughs> once, I, once I transferred that, I'm like, sweet. Um, but utilizing all those different resources was amazing. And in BNI, there's so many different professionals. I mean, just in BNI Arizona alone, we have over 1,800 members. That's a lot of professionals to tap into with different experiences because the great thing of having 
like one-to-one -one meetings with different members and getting to learn more about them and what they specialize in, you could really, hearing their experiences, you could tie in different things of how you could incorporate that into your own business. Right. Um, so, I mean, the accountant piece was one of the things that I like picked up probably a little later than normal, but <laughs> once I incorporated that, I'm like, yes, I should have done this sooner. <laughs> Well, and you know, and there's other things, and I think you would probably agree, um, and feel free to disagree, but you know, there's certain things that you have to do as you're starting your business within a certain time frame, and then it's picking and choosing what you choose to delegate off of your plate um, mm -hmm. to free you up with time. Would you agree or disagree to that? Oh, I totally agree. Totally agree. There's definitely things that you have to do yourself, especially as you're creating your vision, your mission your goals, but then having resources to come in next to you to help you with that as well. So I found that really instrumental um, going through talking with different like business coaches and going through different business classes to help better myself. Um, that was amazing. Yeah, very good. And I, I really liked what you said about the amount of people that you personally can tap into within the BNI network. Um, all of the professionalism that is there, all the experience and the wisdom that sits there, right? Absolutely. Yeah, very good. So what would be one thing that you wish you know, or what is one thing that you know now that you wish you had known um, either when you started your business or, or things just throughout life? Ooh, I think that, um, I wish I would have known the importance of power teams back when I started my business because that's over the years of BNI that's really hit home with how much you can expand your business when you have the right power team. And by power team, I mean like-minded professionals that have that same target market with you that you can really gel together on a monthly basis, get together, strategize of how to pass each other more business because you're seeing that same target market with each other. When I first joined BNI, it wasn't as um, popular back then, but now as years have gone by and I've been able to assist chapters in different things, that's the one thing that stuck out that I wish I would have known how important that was back then because I couldn't even imagine like how much faster my business would have grown sure. if I would have implemented that sooner. Yeah. And it goes along with the saying of uh, it's not a matter of what you know, it's who you know. Exactly. Right. Those power teams really can help that uh, brand new business owner and or um, the business owner that's been in business for 20 plus years, we still need those people surrounding us. Mm -hmm. I mean, in addition to that, it's like who those people know. It's like all of those third, fourth tier um, connections that really make things shift. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, so you've been a part of BNI for quite some time. Um, mm -hmm. Why, why BNI? What, and then what separates BNI from other networking opportunities? Yeah, absolutely. So one thing that attracted me in the very beginning was giver's gain. I'm always out to help other people grow their business. And that when I started visiting chapters, I instantly saw the difference between 
like going to a regular networking event versus a BNI meeting. Mm -hmm. There's definitely more intention with growing your business in a BNI meeting unless like just passing out random business cards and hoping you make a connection. There's, there's definitely structure to the BNI meetings, which is what I love. I love structure and that's kind of why I fell in love with the massage stuff. There's structure to certain things that you have to do. And that was the same with BNI. I'm like, Oh, this is perfect. You have to do certain things to get certain results. There's like a process to build your business in BNI. And if you follow that process, it's going to extremely grow your business to new heights. So that is kind of what prompt, like what brought me to BNI. And that is also how it stands out from other networking organizations because of its focus and also its accountability. So we do have a lot of um, intention around attendance and participation. So we do track how many referrals a member passes, how many they receive, because we want to make sure that it's going to be right for you and your business as well. Like we want to make sure that you're making the most out of BNI. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And um, I like the structure as well. Um, I know that some people love the thought of having someone else help them grow their business, but they don't like the structure. What mm -hmm. would you say to that individual? Oh, you know, <laughs> BNI is not right for everybody. Okay. That's a fair <laughs> it's statement. True. It's true. I have met so many people that aren't a fan of structure and it will either um, change them to like structure because they see how much results happen from the structure of BNI, or they just kind of part ways with BNI and they move on to something else. Because I mean, not everyone loves structure, um, and it definitely takes uh, the right person to love it. But it's amazing to see the transformation of business professionals that start in BNI saying that they don't love structure, but then when they really how much it's worked and has helped their business, they're like, okay, now I'm a, now I'm a fan. I'm signing everybody up. <laughs> sure. sure. Well, so what, um, so we know that BNI has um, pros and cons. There's no perfect um, organization, let alone a person out there. Um, but, and as you just made the statement, uh, BNI is not for everybody. So what would be uh, one or two things that people seem to misunderstand about BNI? Um, one for sure. They, they see BNI as like a get rich quick thing. Like they think that coming into BNI and just attending the weekly meetings, they're going to get tons of referrals and grow their business. Um, but it's much, much more than that. So attending the meetings is just one little piece of the magic to BNI. So attendance is key. We talk about um, how it's all about VCP. So visibility, credibility, and profitability. So the first piece is attending the meetings to get that visibility for your business. The second piece is credibility. So building those relationships with each other because people love to do business with people who they like, know, and trust. And if you don't build that credibility, if you don't build those relationships, you're missing the piece. I always talk about going to a random networking event and people passing out cards. Yes, you're getting visibility, but you're not building that credibility. Sure. So thinking that that visibility is then just going to jump right over and get you business to that profitability, you're, 
they're missing that middle piece, which is that credibility. And that's really where BNI is so strong in building relationships because we have structure around how to do like one-to-one meetings with what we call, which are meetings outside of our weekly meetings. So on a one-to-one basis, just like you and I are doing Chris right now on a one-to-one basis, getting to know each other on a personal and professional level, because then those relationships build that trust, which builds that credibility. And as you then start receiving referrals through BNI, and then you get those testimonials from the members, which then really exemplify that trust and that credibility, that's where that profitability is going to come into the mix. So that's one of the things that I think really people have a hard time seeing at first is they just see those weekly meetings as, okay, I'm attending the weekly meetings and that's all I need to do to build my business through BNI, but it's really much more than that and more into those relationships. I would agree. And I think at this point, Kristen, you have just probably shared a really great reminder for all those in BNI. And and that's just that VCP effect. Um, And sometimes I think when you're in the thick of things, you forget about that, Um, Mm -hmm. where you know you have to continue showing up, but you've got to build up those relationships, just as you said. And I think sometimes because we're we're stuck in automatic mode, um, Mm -hmm. and uh, sometimes things need to be shaken up a little bit. And so I I think you hit it on the head. Let me ask you this as a follow-up to that. If if someone is a part of, and I'm not downplaying any other networking group, so that's not where I'm headed with this. Oh no. But is is BNI a one and done for everybody, or should would you recommend or should they be a part of a chamber or other networking groups? Absolutely. I well, BNI believes that people should be part of multiple different types of groups. Um, the only restriction that BNI has as far as those types of groups is that we ask that members don't participate in a one person per profession um, type of group similar to BNI. Um, but there's tons of different other networking organizations such as chambers and industry specific organizations. Um, we highly encourage members to be a part of multiple organizations um, outside of that. So we, we really encourage it. Okay, that's actually great. And that helps me as a reminder as well. Um, I had (laughs) forgotten about that. So thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Kind of getting back to the whole personal thing for a moment. If there were a book to be written about you, what would be the title? And then the summary on the back, what what would that say? Oh, goodness. Um, The title, I would say probably the girl that never stops smiling. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That was the first thing that popped in my head. I'm like, that's probably, probably it. I approach everything with a positive attitude and no matter like where you see me out and about, I'm always smiling because it puts me in a good mood when I smile. And so I always, one of the core values of BNI is positive attitude. And that is like one of my favorites of all, all seven core values. Positive attitude is my favorite um, because I approach everything in a positive way, no matter what the situation there has to be some type of positive spin or something to look at it in a positive way and that has created a lot of amazing opportunities for me in life with being in that positive attitude space so i would say that that would be my book 
Okay. And it doesn't mean that you, that bad things aren't happening to you. No. It just sees that it shares with us that you see, you try to find the positive in any type of situation. Yes, absolutely. hundred percent. Okay. All right. What's Kristen for you? What's the best compliment you've ever received? Ooh, I would say the best compliment I ever received was receiving the Givers Gain Award for BNI at our awards uh, celebration about two years ago. So it is definitely a high honor to receive that award, and I was completely blown away um, because I I do things not to get recognition for them. I do things just because that's who I am, and I love to help people work with whatever I'm doing, whether it's um, signing people in at events or helping members find different resources or um, helping friends through tough times or just anything that I can help with, like I'm always there to, to be that support. And so that was probably the, the biggest compliment that I have ever received was receiving that Givers Gain Award. That's fantastic. And just by the title, Giver's Gain, that shares and should have everybody who's listening or, or watching this, just the type of individual that you are. And that goes to the heart of who you are, your personality, your character, your integrity as well. So I can probably guarantee you that everybody that knows you are glad that they know you. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> So as, as we wrap up, what would be a couple of things that you want our listeners to know in summary? Um, I would say that if, if someone is looking to grow their business by referral through meaningful relationships, then definitely check out BNI. Um, like I said earlier, BNI isn't right for everyone, but if you don't try it and don't check it out, you don't know if it's going to be right for you. Um, especially since we have 70 chapters around the valley, you have the opportunity to visit two chapters before deciding or visit a chapter twice before deciding to submit an application. So I always suggest people to visit multiple chapters, find the one that has the right personality, the right power partners um, for them and their business, especially in the area that they're looking to grow their business because there's so much opportunity out there. And if they, um, just need more questions answered, then I'm happy to help. That is great. So lastly, Kristen, um, where can people find out about you and or BNI Arizona? Yeah, so we have an amazing website. So www.bniarizona.com. Um, we also have an amazing Facebook page, BNI Arizona, that we post a lot of updates on. And then um, anytime you message the BNI office, it's me who you get to connect with. So um, I'm always available through the contacts through the BNI office. Wonderful. Well, again, thank you very much, Kristen, for um, being on this podcast and uh, sharing with us not only your heart, but um, the, where you serve at in this community through BNI. It was a pleasure to have you and, and to host you. Well, thank you so much for having me. Not a problem. Well, again, thank you for listening to Epic, another podcast from With Purpose. My name is Chris, and I am the owner as well as lead business strategist. And I hope you have a great day. And as always, live and work with purpose. <laughs>